Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode-by-episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. And welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 15, One Door Closes. Woohoo! So, Mariah, how was your week? It was good. I got a new tattoo. Ooh! I'm excited about it. It's been a, it's been a few years since I've had a tattoo. Yeah. It hurt more than I remembered it hurting. <laughs> <laughs> And I bled a lot. And if y'all um, subscribe to our anchor page, you can see it on our uh, Zoom call video. So, you know. Woohoo! Um, and I'm learning how to crochet. Nice. Which is exciting. Uh, I tried to teach myself years ago. Um, so yeah. the hardest part has been unlearning all the things that I was doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you say that because I was I was so close to getting you like a um, how to crochet kit for Christmas. Um, it was like this really elaborate kit with like, um, that this local creator in Austin put together with, um, like a fucking like booklet with pictures and videos. And, uh, she like puts her phone number in there so that you can like text her if you have questions and you're like really stuck on something. Um, and I ended up getting you the mushroom mug instead, but I'm glad that you got me the mushroom mug, because I do already have a crochet kit. Well, good. Okay. Then I made the right decision. My ex's mom got it for me years Uh, ago. Gotcha. And I'm finally using it now. Good. So, how was your week? Um, Mine's been okay. Um, David was out of town this weekend, and... So I had the place to myself. This is the first time I've had the place to myself in the new apartment. Um, and I found out that I am, in fact, still afraid of the dark. <laughs> so um, apparently I have, like, really bad, weird dreams and, like, anxiety when I go to turn off the light at night. Um, and so I can't fall asleep if the light's off or I, like, can't stay asleep. But then when I leave, like, a lamp on... I still sleep terribly because there's a fucking light in my face. So I guess we can just never break up now. (laughs) I may never sleep again. I don't know. (laughs) No. He's back now, though, so it's fine. (laughs) Get a little nightlight. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. This episode was written by Lauren LaFranc and Rafe Judkins and directed by David Solomon. For the final 12 episodes of this season, Marvel again ran the Art of Initiative, in which an image was released the Thursday before the episode aired, depicting a first look at a key event from the upcoming episode, with the season's title being The Art of Evolution. Oh, and I forgot to put it on the drive again. It's okay. I'll look at it later. (laughs) The different artists were once again chosen to create the teaser posters based on their previous work and how it connected to the themes and in emotion of the intended episode. One Door Closes, an episode focused on Bobby Morse's history, received a poster of her with the real S.H.I.E.L.D. logo, 
that embrace the basics of four-color printing, utilizing magenta, cyan, black, and yellow, while still having layers and complications, much like the character of Morse. Hmm. The poster was designed by Delicious Design League, who executive producer Jeffrey Bell explained were chosen because... We try to come up with what would be a good fit based on the artist. And what I like about this image and what I like about them in general is if you look at their work, from a distance, it's a simple, clean graphic. It's visually striking. And you get close, and there's just a ton of stuff going on. There's just lots of detail, lots of little things, lots of movement. And I do love that. In printing, these are process colors, magenta, cyan, black, and yellow. Those are the basics of all four-color printing, and the fact that they sort of embraced the basics like that, kept the basics there, and then threw overlaying and complications and made it so much more than that, I think also speaks to the character. Yeah, I, that's a perfect description of Bobby Morris. Yeah. Wow. It's I really cool. I wish I would have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up right now. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, okay. Episode 15. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Okay. I do not see <laughs> I don't know which it's one on it is. It's on the Wikipedia page. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, there it is. That is really cool. Look at them go. Look at them go. <laughs> them fancy art workers. Fancy art workers. Yeah. <laughs> art workers, as in like a title, like yeah. like artwork, but art workers. Yeah, right. That's the people that's who the work new, in that's art. That's the new name for artists. <laughs> they work in that's art. That's the new name for artists. <laughs> you are not artists anymore. You are art workers. Art workers, yeah. I yeah. think that's a better name anyway. <laughs> that's what... Just say. Okay, wait. That's what you call people who are like professional artists because it's... It, they work in the art industry, but people who just make things no, are just, artists. Just, just all artists are now <laughs> art workers. That's, it is law. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into this. So who do we meet in this episode? Um, so he's not new, but Gordon finally gets a name. I don't know if they mentioned the name before, but I was shocked by it. So he's the same Gordon as the uh, eyeless kid in that episode. I didn't remember the, that he had a there name. Was a, there was a flashback with an eyeless kid, and I he couldn't cry because he didn't have eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I remember, I remember the flashback. I remember the kid. Um, I didn't remember... That part, I'm sure I made a comment about it, um, and I didn't remember, I did not remember that his name was Gordon, so when Sky referred to him as Gordon later, I was very confused. <laughs> he also does introduce himself at the door. He does? <laughs> yeah, he says, like, hi, I'm Gordon, or something. <laughs> Oh my god. Y'all, I'm literally like taking notes as I'm watching I'm writing this all down as I'm watching the episode and I still I didn't write that down. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Let's let's just move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
We start off on, quote, the day S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. Mac and his fellow S.H.I.E.L.D. agents at the time are being held hostage in a trashed S.H.I.E.L.D. facility, um, being held hostage by HYDRA agents. They're offended at being called Nazis by the newscaster on TV. But I mean, you know, as I always say, if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. Probably a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Mac tries to protect his friend, um, but the Hydra agent kills the friend instead, which sucked. It was it rough. It was absolutely harrowing. Like, no wonder Mac doesn't like violence. Yeah, for real. But just before Mac is killed as well, Morse barges in and takes down almost all of the Hydra agents single-handedly, except for the very last one, who's taken care of by Hartley! She's back, baby! Hartley and Morse tell Mac that they have orders from Fury to, quote, save S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm, interesting. Lucy Lawless, whose character both debuted and was killed in the season premiere, returns in flashbacks during this episode. Yeah. She was awesome. I fucking love Hartley. I think she's yeah. a great character. I wish that they didn't kill her off. I know that that's a whole other thing to get into, the, like, killing female characters off to, like, give male characters a plot or, like, emotions or something. <laughs> um, that's a whole thing. Was Hartley fridged? That is the question. <laughs> is that the name for that? I didn't know it had a name. Yeah, fridging. It, it comes from... Oh, I don't remember which superhero comic it was, but, like, a, a superhero's girlfriend was literally killed and put in a fridge uh, and so that he could have, like, man pain. Great. And that's where the term fridging comes from. Great. You know... Because it is a phenomenon that happens a lot. <laughs> I, I, I do just wish that men could, like, feel emotions other than... Like, my girlfriend was murdered, and that's the only emotion I've ever felt in my life, you know? And even then, it's just, like, rage. Yeah. It's not even, like, real grief. (laughs) They, like, skip any other stage. (laughs) They just get stuck. straight to anger. Just get stuck on that one. Anyway. Men, feel your feelings, please. All of them. The whole, the full spectrum of human emotions. You're allowed but don't take them out on other people, please, for the love of God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. That's correct. not what we mean when we say feel your feelings. Feel them. D- don't, like, put them on someone else. Feel them. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> we, got, we got on our soapbox quick on this one. <laughs> Straight um, to it. So, back to the future... Morse, uh, like, cuts some wires on the plane while Mac distracts Coulson in the garage. Morse then tries to apologize for Hunter, quote, ghosting them, but Coulson assures her that it's not her fault. It was... That's because it's Mac's fault, but he doesn't know that yet. (laughs) Um, And then he turns back to Mac and says, The path we've chosen doesn't leave a lot of room for trust, does it? Cryptic Coulson coming in. Maybe he does know. <laughs> I guess I guess he does know that it's Mac's fault. So then Morse sneaks into the like control room of Shield HQ and inserts a thumb drive into the motherboard or something. I don't know, computer lingo. 
<laughs> she puts something in something, and it's not supposed to be there. Um, so then Simmons and Skye are catching up over Zoom, and Simmons is bugging Skye about trying out her power-dampening arm warmer things. Um, and it seems like this is not the first time they've talked about it, and Skye has clearly been hesitant. They both stay pleasant, but awkwardly end the call. And then Fitz walks past and passive-aggressively <laughs> asks about Simmons' quote, science experiment. And Simmons quips back and they call each other Leo and Gemma. Wow, I hated that. I hated that so much. That confrontation, honestly, in the moment, was like even more emotionally uncomfortable than the Hydra flashback earlier. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> Breaking out the first names. That's cold. It's cold. And, like, you know, Fitz, Fitz refers to Simmons as Gemma a lot in a lot of different contexts. But for her to call him Leo? <laughs> yeah. Ow. That was... Ouch. Whew. Ouchie. I forgot that his name was Leopold. I forgot for a second. Oh, you were yawning. Yep. I was waiting for you to react to that, but you were yawning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm it's tired. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. So Coulson starts complimenting Mac on his Lola replica, but quickly turns it into, I know you added something to it. Just tell me what you're after and who you're working for. And Coulson has at least 10 other agents surrounding Mac. Um, but Morris is already inside Coulson's office using a laser to, like, cut into Coulson's desk. Mac swears that he works for S.H.I.E.L.D., a very nice way to avoid that he's working against Coulson. That was smooth. Um, <laughs> and Morris pulls out Fury's toolbox from the hole in Coulson's desk just as May catches her in the act. Morris explains, I work for S.H.I.E.L.D., but you don't. <laughs> Literally says who? Why? <laughs> You're going to get a lot of this through the episode. I fucking hated that. <laughs> the audacity. Um, so May chases Morris through the bunker, and the fight ensues, of course. Once Morris sees that May is winning and May's backup has arrived. She says, I didn't want this. And then presses a fucking like life alert button. And then all the lights throughout the whole bunker flicker just long enough for Morse and Mac to disappear. Colson, May and Fitz convene briefly to update each other before they all break to lock down the bunker. I did. I liked that they showed how conflicted Morse was about like, going through with this plan like she she clearly does care about the people on this team yeah even if she's like working against them currently she obviously did not want to hurt any of them she believes the best in them so back to the past morris and mac sneak through their shield base looking for gonzalez when they find him he has a very serious wound on his leg i i think that camera angle was like, it was real close. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. Um, and he says, that man there had an axe. Now I have it. It left quite a mark. I feel like it didn't look like an axe wound. I mean, like, not that I've seen an axe wound, but it looked small. I don't, was that like a code 
for Maybe something else. Maybe it was else. just like one strike. Maybe. I don't know. I, I felt like that was a weird... It didn't, it didn't match in my head for some reason. <laughs> this episode contains several flashbacks to the day S.H.I.E.L.D. fell, making them take place during the events of Captain America the Winter Soldier and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Turn, Turn, Turn. Ah. Um, so back to the future. Morse is still slinking around the shield bunker and gets in contact with Gonzalez with a like hidden iPad to tell him that she has the toolbox. And they all assume that Sky has been taken somewhere far away. Speaking of Sky, she finally tries on Simmons arm warmers and she immediately feels weird and woozy so she tries to call Simmons but when her computer says connection lost and Simmons phone goes straight to voicemail Sky crawls under the desk to check the ethernet cable or whatever I don't know um and then she finds like uh, a piece of the metal wall I guess it's metal um that's been punched by a, a fairly large might I say hulking fist um, and covered with wooden paneling of the of the cabin. The safe house Sky is held in was built by Bruce Banner. A hole can be seen punched in a wall. How very like a man. <laughs> Steve Rogers also stayed there after being defrosted. We said that in the last episode. However, it is not the same cabin that Banner was seen in at the very end of The Incredible Hulk. As oh. at that time, he was still on the run and not in a position to design protective walls with help from S.H.I.E.L.D. Interesting. Okay. I, I was thinking that it would have been that, that cabin, but that makes sense. So it must have been built after the events of the Avengers. Interesting. Very interesting. Um... The security system of the cabin alerts her to an intruder within her perimeter. And then there's a knock at the door, and the eyeless man, Gordon, asks if he can come in. And, um, no, sir, you cannot. You freaky fuck. <laughs> they didn't give Sky a gun. Literally, she had a fucking, like, fire poker thing. No. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, so he starts to talk to her about how difficult her transformation must have been without anyone there to guide her or tell her what to expect. Um, and my favorite line that he said was, yes, I used to have eyes. They were blue. I, I don't know why, but that line fucking cracked me up. <laughs> it was great. I love that. Um... He goes on to talk about how he had a mentor or a guide. Um, so the first thing that happened to him after his transformation was being embraced for his change. And then he asks, what was the first thing that S.H.I.E.L.D. did to you? And I get what he's saying, but Fitz did embrace her immediately. Yeah. So. Yeah, but he was the only one. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so back at shield simmons is alone at her locker arming up or something uh when morse surprises her from behind simmons assumes that they're on the same side still or so we thought and morse lets her believe that 
So one of the lockers in the locker room has the name, and I feel like I'm going to screw this up, um, has the name Mimikakis written on tape on it. Lainey Mimikakis worked in the art department on the series. Ooh. So just a little shout out there. That's cool. I love stuff like that. Fucking, like, prop I almost didn't include it, but I included it because I knew you would say, I love stuff like that. (laughs) I do. It's little Easter (laughs) eggs, but that, like, only only the people who, like, work behind the scenes are going to catch or know that they're there, you know? Yeah. Basically, those are the type of fun facts that I'm looking for all the time, (laughs) and I love when you include them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yay! You know me so well. <laughs> um, so May and Coulson discuss the damage that Mac and Morris have left so far, and they note that nobody has been killed, so they can't be working for Hydra. Um, but Coulson isn't really worried about who they're working for at this point. He is just worried about what else they're looking for besides Fury's toolbox, which is valid. Um, the eyeless man helps Skye look at the bright side of her power. She doesn't just destroy everything around her. She taps into the natural vibration of the atoms of it all, everything. Um, he brings up her inhibitors and she explains that it's for her own protection. He says he thinks it's more for the protection of others, but she could learn to manage her powers without dampening them. He offers to take her to a place where she would be surrounded by and accepted by people like her, people with gifts. She could learn to control her powers and safety. Skye is overwhelmed, so he says that he will come back when she's ready. Um, And then he, like, disapparates before he gets to the door. And with that, she finally meets Gordon. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for this. I like him so far, actually. Because the last time we saw him, he was, like, giving Cal a real dressing down. Um, And here he's like, I'm just letting you know what's out there. And you tell me when you're ready, you know? Yeah, he's not coming and taking her and being like, you're coming with me. Yeah. I'm taking you to a better place. Right. He's like, well, here's this better place, and if you want to go, then just call my name. Right. Say my name, say, say my, my name, name, when no one is around you. Say baby, say I love you. Okay. I said it, I did it wrong. <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> it's okay, just like make my voice louder on that one word. I'm going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm saying right now, I like Gordon at this moment in time, and I hope that I don't live to regret that. <laughs> um, okay, so Simmons continues looking through her box of things and making Morse wait for her. Morse is getting impatient, but Simmons eventually finds the thing that she's looking for and makes Morse hold each thing one by one until they react and Morse is on the ground. Simmons is a genius. <laughs> Way to go, Simmons! <laughs> Incredible. Just impeccable. I love her so much. (laughs) 
Um, Fitz is in the control room, and he finally finds the bug, just as Mac finds him. Mac swears that he's not going to hurt Fitz, but Fitz needs to trust him right now. And uh, we've established that Mac does not like violence, and I'm glad for that. However, from Fitz's perspective, you are literally staging a coup. How the fuck is he supposed to trust you? (laughs) What? Um, back to the past, Mac, Morris, and some other guy all help set Gonzalez's broken leg. Hartley comes back to tell them that they need to move ASAP. Morris tells Hartley to clear a path to the top deck of the ship for them, and then asks her to give Hunter a keychain or something, uh, to a place called Sally's Saloon. And Hartley says Hunter will be pissed that Morse knows this. Whatever this is. So, I think... She was saying that because um, I think Hartley knew about the other mission that Bobby was given, and oh. I think that's what she's saying that Hunter will be pissed about. Oh. Because Bobby was going to sacrifice herself. Yeah. Um, but, oh my God, the sapphic vibes between Bobby and Hartley. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, forget Hunter. <laughs> God. <laughs> They're they were perfect together. Super, they were super flirting, like in the middle of shield falling down around them. Everyone's <laughs> dying, and they're like, "You know, I love everything about you, right? <laughs> I love your whole thing. <laughs> it's so sexy. <laughs> you're literally perfect, and my equal in every way. And I just, you know, I feel like we could build a really beautiful life together." Um, <laughs> anyway, can you give this to my husband, please? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Morse tells Mac to carry Gonzalez up to the top deck, and she reveals that Fury gave her a second mission, a second mission to override the systems and sink the ship to make sure that Hydra can't get the cargo that they're currently carrying. This is an extremely dangerous mission that will be very difficult to come back from alive, apparently. And even though Morse tells them all that she signed up for this mission knowing full well what the obstacles may be, Max says that she's just being stubborn and she needs to let all of them help her instead of getting Gonzalez to safety. And Gonzalez agrees. And I'm, I'm very conflicted about this. Because, first of all, Morse is amazing and I feel like she could probably do it and be fine. If, if Morse has just Hartley to help her, she's golden. But also, how much help is Gonzalez going to be? He needs three people to help him walk right now. (laughs) Y'all are literally going to slow her down. And then they show him later, like, he's standing on his own. I'm like, even with a splint, he would not be be able to do that. He has two broken legs. Literally. Literally. Y'all, when I tore my fucking calf muscle, I had a little, like, walking stick like he had. And let me tell you, those things do not help that much. <laughs> no. Like, no. he's going to move point, like, a single foot per minute. That's how fast he's going to move. You're no, you are no help at all. <laughs> Get out of her way. In a flashback to the day S.H.I.E.L.D. fell, Hartley mentions that, quote, Vic is going to hold the hub. 
Viewers of the first season know the Victoria Hand secured the hub with the capture of John Garrett and elimination of the Hydra agents. Yeah. And also, side note, Hartley was dating Hand at this time. <gasps> what? <laughs> Wait, okay, you is don't that remember? like... No, I don't. Please. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> of course I don't. So, we had said that in the comics... In the comics, Hartley, or, or Victoria Hand was dating a woman with the last name Hartley, or vice versa, or something. Oh. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that she was dating a woman, but I did not remember the name. That's so fucking cool! Oh my god! I would love, I would love to think that that's like a shout out to that. Yeah. Like a little Easter egg, like, if you know, you know. For sure. I love that. These bitches gay. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <clears throat> um, so back to the future. Simmons has handcuffed the unconscious Morse to a railing on the floor. Um, and Coulson has taken the toolbox back from her. May is going through Morse's locker and finds a hidden compartment holding a gas mask. She then realizes that Mac and Morse were not trying to get out. They were trying to break someone else in. So then the gas starts hissing out of all of the air vents all over the bunker. And Mac covers Fitz from the full blast of the fucking wall behind him exploding. And then Gonzalez and the, uh, the other shield agents not the other agents of shield but the other shield agents you get it um yes all silently make their way through this brand new hole in the wall and gonzalez tells someone that mac needs medical help what about fitz you asshole that's exactly what i said are you kidding me i hate him (laughs) there's no reason I hate him. I hate him. I I want to believe that that Mac does care about Fitz. Obviously, he wouldn't have saved him like that if he didn't. And Morse is clearly very conflicted about um, betraying these people that she's grown to care about. But fuck Gonzalez! Yeah. <laughs> fuck him all the way! God. Uh, okay. So, back to the past, Hartley, I'm going to, I say that so many times in this episode, and I'm not sorry about it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the past, Hartley has taken out even more Hydra agents and suggests to Morse's group that they might be able to take back the ship, but they ultimately decide to continue with their current plan, for now. Back to the future, Gonzalez and team have taken over the real S.H.I.E.L.D.'s bunker, and arrested Coulson, but they haven't found May yet. Tomas reveals that they used dendrotoxin gas to knock everyone out, or whatever, and they figured out that Skye is at the retreat. Everyone is shocked that they would take her to the place that Dr. Banner built. This episode reveals that the safe house Skye is staying in, called the retreat, is also known as the house that Banner built. Which, I don't think that that's an official title. I think that's just what they were referring to it as. Yeah. 
Um, but obviously that's referring to Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, portrayed by Mark Ruffalo in the Avengers films. <laughs> no mention of the other guy. <laughs> you can hear our thoughts on that in our bonus Jonas episode. On the Hulk. Yep. Um, so, that's very... I think that that's really funny, that that's apparently a title. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> so they decide that if Coulson put her there then he must think that she's dangerous too so they decide that they have to put together a tactical team to retrieve her Morris is unsure about that plan but offers to join the team saying a familiar face couldn't hurt actually it could make it a whole lot more traumatizing but whatever and then May is listening to the whole thing in the shadows so like okay if she's dangerous and Coulson put her in a place for dangerous people because he also agrees with you that she's dangerous. Yeah. Why retrieve her? Literally. Leave her where she is. Leave her alone. She is clearly in a safe house. Like what? <laughs> Why do they think that they would be any better equipped to deal with it? I, they just want to kill her. Honestly, that's that's all that it exactly, is. Exactly. Exactly. And how does ma- that make them any different than Fury? We're going to we'll get to that more later. <laughs> it, it's it's a lot. Yeah. So, speaking of Sky, uh, she removes her inhibitors finally and she finds that she can manipulate the stream of water that's coming from the faucet, which was so fucking cool. Wasn't it? That was I wish amazing. I could do that. I loved that. Maybe I wouldn't get water all down my shirt when I'm washing my face. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't get water all down my shirt when I'm literally just drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> just have it spiral straight into my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, so Fitz and Simmons sit on the floor together while other S.H.I.E.L.D. fucking just ransacks their lab. Ugh. Side note, though, that is an iconic and super sweet Fitzsimmons scene. Yeah. Where they just reach out and touch each other's hands. They don't even have to say anything. It's like a silent truce. Yeah. They're like, I know we're mad, but we need each other right now. Yeah. Um, so then Agent Weaver from the Academy comes to see them. And she's, like, angry at them. For some reason, <laughs> this whole this whole scene makes me so mad. So be prepared. <laughs> um. So Simmons tells her that they literally flew to the academy to help Weaver specifically, but no one was there. And so Weaver explains that Agent Calderon, what I was like, fucking who? <laughs> it's Tomas. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, Weaver explains that he saved her and as many students as they could that day. Which is great! But why are you mad at Fitz and Simmons? <laughs> they were going to do the same thing. Would you have joined their team if they had gotten there first? Anyway. Um, so Simmons asks why she's working against S.H.I.E.L.D. now. And Weaver says, Phil Coulson has no right to call this S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> He has more of a right than any of them, <laughs> actually. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, where does that come from? Where do you get off? Right. I oh. don't. <laughs> and then Weaver has the gall after all of this to ask Simmons to check Mag for any injuries that Weaver's team may have missed because she says, there's no one whose opinion I would trust more than yours. Like, I'm sorry. The fucking entitlement of these goddamn people is blowing my mind. Like, hi, hello, person I am currently holding hostage. I know that I literally just broke into your base, gassed all of your agents, and arrested your boss for literally just doing what he was told to do. But could you make sure that one of our sleeper agents who was lying to you and betraying you for months doesn't have, like, a boo-boo from helping us do all that? you fuck you <laughs> oh my god it's insane oh fitz nods to simmons that she should do it but i do not think that she should have like if you don't trust the people that you personally have trained like hire or teach better doctors you fucking entitled ass bastards I, this was fucking enraging. I hated it. (laughs) Um, So then Coulson is brought to Gonzalez and Gonzalez starts saying, you may not know who I am, but... And Coulson just jumps in saying he actually knows quite a bit about Robert Gonzalez because he spent months looking for and trying to save him after S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. Which says a lot about Coulson. You fucking asshole. It does. (laughs) Did Gonzalez go looking for Coulson to try and save him? No. It's insane that, like, all of these amazing agents that they, like, went looking for, they've been laying so low this whole time that they were presumed dead. Like, I don't... I really don't understand... The point. Yeah. Like, I don't... If you're gonna start, like, a little club of, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents who feel that they were wronged, and, like, you know that Coulson is the acting S.H.I.E.L.D. director, like, why would you not just, like, gather up your people and be like, here are our concerns? Right. Just go talk to him. (laughs) I still don't I don't get it like I know that like they were trying to get all the facts first but like the best way to get all the facts is to go to the person and ask right like be transparent about it why do you I don't I know that they're fucking spies but (laughs) like why do you have to lie about everything? Why do you have to keep it their so secret? Their whole thing, their whole thing is that they want it to be more transparent. Yeah. Like what That's the fuck? That's the crazy thing. What the fuck? Ugh. I hate them. I hate them so much. It just doesn't make any sense. Like I it these are the kinds of villains that are like worse than just straight up villains because they convince themselves that they are the good guys when they are doing the same that thing. That they are in the right. Yeah. They're, you're doing the same fucking shit as the people that you are claiming are your enemies. 
the people that you're claiming are wrong. Anyway. And it's like, okay, if 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 Coulson's shield is so bad, how many people have you saved over this past year or so? Thank you. How many how many missions have you go on go on? Have <laughs> how you know? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. How many missions have you go on? <laughs> like, have they just been and and like we've They've discussed, just been on that ship fuming, literally just, fuming. <laughs> just watching Coulson being jealous of him. But like, and I, we've discussed this before that like we don't know what kind of, where like their funding is coming from. Um, but like, if we're going off the idea that like all of these people are are on Coulson's team are doing this because they just believe in this cause um like they're they're literally putting themselves in danger to like save people and (laughs) save the world um and doing all of it without like trying to kill anyone and like gonzalez's team is just like fuck him (laughs) he's fucking crazy (laughs) Fuck you for trying to save people. Anyway. I... So. Gonzalez goes on to question Coulson's motives and loyalty, especially when it comes to the city. He ultimately says that he knows that Fury kept hundreds of monsters and aliens and powered people hidden from the World Council. But I... That's something in the MCU movies. You'll see it. Okay. (laughs) You'll Um, get it later. (laughs) It's like the Senate, but it's like for... It's it's like the UN. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. It's the MCU's UN. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, so Gonzalez says he knows about all these people that Fury was keeping hidden from the World Council and that he wants to find them and destroy them before they can, quote, destroy the world we work so hard to protect. How are you working hard? What are you doing? You're just spying on Coulson? (laughs) As far as we know, there is only one mission that you guys have gone on and it has just been to spy on Coulson. Literally. (laughs) What have you done? What have you done? You've done nothing. How? And I'm sorry, if if these monsters and aliens and powered people that are, like, supposedly going to destroy the world are, are that terrifying and dangerous and they were still able to hurt people, wouldn't you know about them by now? Wouldn't you know where they are? Wouldn't you, like, be able to find out by seeing that things are happening to people? <laughs> I Does that make sense? Like... Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't need to, like, break into Fury's toolkit or toolbox in order to find them. You would just, like, know, oh, there's a monster in Tibet that's killing people. Let me go take care of it. <laughs> like, obviously, they're taken care of well enough that they're not hurting anybody right now because you don't know about them. Anyway. <sighs> 
obviously this includes Sky. <laughs> Even though Sky has has literally the only person that Sky has hurt is herself. But okay. <laughs> um so then uh Gonzalez Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he He says something about Project Insight being Fury's idea. The whole thing about Project Insight that was bad was that it was going to target criminals. The 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 point of it originally was to target criminals that haven't committed a crime yet. Oh. But that's exactly what Gonzalez wants to do. That's literally what he's doing currently. <laughs> what? Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> he wants to destroy, using the example, Sky, who has literally not done anything wrong yet. Literally. Like, God, can he think for two seconds? Like, think for two seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> so then, Gonzalez pulls out the toolbox and orders Coulson to tell him how to open it. <laughs> like, why? Why would he do that? <laughs> why do you think that he's gonna do that? <laughs> Um, and I just, I also think that it's so funny that Coulson says, or Gonzalez says that Coulson, quote, calls himself director of S.H.I.E.L.D. when Gonzalez literally did the same thing. <laughs> he made himself. At least Coulson was, like, told, I want you to take over my position as director. Gonzalez was just like, I'm the director now. <laughs> Well, for a man who says he doesn't want to be dir- director, because he says that, yeah. I have no interest in being director. Well, you certainly are acting like the director. You're trying real hard. <laughs> like, make it make sense, please. God. Uh, and if, if Fury wanted for anyone else to be able to get into the toolbox other than the actual director... Like, if he wanted you to get into the toolbox, he would have made you the director, but he didn't. He didn't want you to be the director. If anybody... <laughs> it, it doesn't... Anyway. It just, like, what the fuck gives Gonzalez more right than Coulson to call himself director and have access to any of Fury's secrets? Nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> Hypocrisy! Um... So May gets to the cockpit and calls Sky, and she just tells Sky to run fast. The other shield is already there with fucking spotlights searching the woods for her. And Tomas tells his agents to shoot up a flare when they see Sky. And Morris reminds everyone that Sky is a shield agent like them. Thank you, Morris. Um, so they should only be using icers. Despite Bobby telling the agents to only use icers when they land at the safe house, none of the weapons shown have the distinctive barrel that are used to identify the non-lethal ammunition that they contain. In addition, regular gun sound effects are heard when the weapons are fired instead of the distinctive icer sound effect. Mm. This indicates that Bobby was the only one who believed that capture was the intent of the mission. 
Damn. Again, why didn't they give Sky a gun? Thank you. Like, what the fuck? Well, that's so upsetting. Seriously. That, like... Oh, my God, and more secrets. Yeah. More secrets. That you're keeping from someone who's apparently on your, like, like, council or whatever. Oh, my God. So, so... Now, I'm gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> so now, Bobby is like literally the best agent they have. Um, and she is supp- supposedly, it seems like she's sub- she's like one of the ones who is supposed to be helping make decisions in their quote democracy, but they're all just like conspiring against her now. Like, what? <laughs> Why do you want to piss off the one person who could kill all of you single-handedly? They're stupid. Mm. They're stupid. (laughs) I can't remember what happens about this in the next episode, but I'm looking forward to seeing Bobby give all of them the what for. Yeah. And I hope it happens. (laughs) I, God damn, do I hope, I hope that she punches somebody so hard. I hope she takes that tree that went Twist. into Calderon's, like, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I hope it, that you tree that went into his side and twist it. <laughs> I told you, icers only! <laughs> this is what you get! <laughs> um, so back to the past. Morris Mack and the team have reached the server core. And Mac and Hartley are still trying to convince Morse to change her mind and just try to take over the ship, killing all of the Hydra agents instead of going down with the ship. Gonzalez reminds her that she's following Fury's orders, but eventually Morse cracks and just breaks the device that she was supposed to use. And then they all get set to fight off the incoming Hydra wave. And the fact that I, literally, my next sentence is that this was a flashback. The fact that this was... Or, not that the... <laughs> my next sentence is that this is Gonzalez explaining uh, how his shield started to Coulson. The fact that this is now his narration makes me believe that that is not how that happened. For him to have been like... No, you have to follow orders. This is what Director Fury told you to do. And then a split second later, he's like, "Yeah, let's let's take over, take back the ship." I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. It was weird as hell. <laughs> he is an unreliable narrator. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um. So. Yeah, so turns out this flashback is Gonzalez's long-winded way of telling Coulson why he decided to create his own shield. Now, they are apparently a democracy in terms of deciding the best course of action that will save the most people. Again, what missions have they gone on? Who have they saved? I would like an itemized list. Please, get me the receipts. Coulson asks a very good question of why Gonzalez didn't just come talk to him. (laughs) Why did he have to infiltrate his team, break into his base, hurt his people? Kinda just like Hydra did. 
Gonzalez ignores him, obviously, and just gives the toolbox to someone to bring to Weaver and Fitzsimmons. And why does he assume that Fitzsimmons is going to help him? <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> Gonzalez says that he will let every S.H.I.E.L.D. agent make their own decisions. Except Coulson, of course. Obviously. Um, Morse, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But just then, May appears and shoots Gonzalez and the guards. Yay, May! <laughs> I love her! <laughs> Always saving the day. She gets Coulson a briefcase and then leads him to a secret elevator. And she says, you're the director. Without you, there is no S.H.I.E.L.D. And then she promises to take care of Fitzsimmons and tells Coulson to go find Skye. And I believe her. <laughs> I know she's going to take care of Fitzsimmons. Speaking of Skye, Skye is running for her fucking life. <laughs> Unarmed. <laughs> Tomas and Morse find her. And as Tomas raises his weapon, Morse screams to warn Skye. Tomas shoots, and Skye raises her hands to stop the bullet and accidentally shatters a tree, blowing Morse and Tomas back several feet. Tomas gets stabbed by a tree splinter through the chest. Skye is shocked and terrified of what she's done and whispers for Gordon to help her. <laughs> and side note, did Gordon say his name earlier? I don't remember him saying his name. Yes, he did, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So Gordon appears and asks Skye if she's ready to go home. She says yes, and they disappear together. And then Morse stands and looks around at the wreckage in shock. I feel so bad for Morse in this episode. I really do. Yeah. Like, she's, she was clearly trying to do the right thing in every, every step of the way. Like, she was trying to do what she thought was right. And it has just blown up in her face because the people around her were not trying to do what was right. <sighs> okay, that was that was a lot. So now it's time for the post content content. <laughs> Colson and Hunter meet up at an island themed bar. And Hunter finally, officially, accepts Coulson's offer for a full-time position by signing his name on a napkin. <laughs> I loved that. Yay! It made me remember when I used to like Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I liked him in that one scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is a point, um, like, there is a point at which Hunter gets better. But he just... I don't recall when that is. <laughs> uh, probably, you know, I feel like 2010 to 2015 our television media was still very much like post early 2000s. And then at a certain point between 2015 and 2020, it feels like things got better. You know what I mean? In yeah. terms of, like, 
writing righteous men who are not assholes, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Overall thoughts. What are they? Tell me. The fucking nerve of these people. I I was so livid this whole episode at their just blatant double standards, entitlement, hypocrisy. Like, I, I can't... <laughs> I was so mad the whole time. I was just, like, screaming. And y'all got... Uh, I wrote down everything that I was screaming, so y'all got it. <laughs> but... Yes. <laughs> what about I'm you? Glad. Um... I am excited that Sky has finally met Gordon, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Cool. It does is it okay for me to like Gordon? I want to like. Him. <laughs> I genuinely don't recall. Um. <laughs> you always say that, and I don't believe you. But I'm glad that you say it because I know that you're just not spoiling things. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. I should not have talked through my yawn like that. (laughs) It's fine. We're going to go to bed now. (laughs) Yeah. So that concludes our episode on season two, episode 15, One Door Closes. Yeah. Next week, we'll be covering season two, episode 16, Afterlife. So stay tuned for that. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.